Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. Welcome to the Country Music Talk podcast. Hello, I'm Balin, Balin Leonard. And today I'm joined by a woman who exploded onto the country music scene when she won The Voice back in 2013. Now, since then, she's released multiple albums, multiple gold-certified singles, and she's been on tour with some of the biggest names in country music. Thomas Rhett, Kane Brown, Miranda Lambert, and now Danielle Bradbury is back with a very sassy new single. So let's get started. This is the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. It's Absolute Radio Country. My name's Balin Leonard. Hello. We have a guest today. This is exciting. Uh, somebody I haven't seen in a while, actually, uh, and somebody who has been doing this for a while, celebrating, I can't believe this, a decade in country music this year. Um, she won The Voice back in 2013, and since then, she's gone from strength to strength. She's released albums, multiple gold-selling singles. She's toured with some of our favorites like Thomas Rhett, Kane Brown, Miranda Lambert, and now she has a new single out, Danielle Bradbury. Barry, hello. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? It's going good. When you hear it all kind of lumped together like that, do you kind of go, oh yeah, okay, it's all all right. <laughs> I'm doing fine. When that happens, I, I listen and I'm like, okay. When it's like one after another like that, I'm like, oh man, I've done a lot. Yeah, because I suppose it's it's easy to, I mean, for anybody, but certainly in a fast-paced industry like you're in, it's easy to forget all of the things you've done because you're just like, right, did that. What's the next thing? Oh, I've got to do that next month. And you're just like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's definitely 100 miles an hour. <laughs> so when you know that's all going on, you don't really ever take a minute it to just sit there and soak it all in. So when I when I get a little recap, I'm like, okay, okay, I'm I'm very thankful, I'm very very excited about this. <laughs> and do you do you have a moment in amongst all that? Do you ever have a moment to just go, ah, okay, I'm gonna have some me time right now? That's my goal. I, I <laughs> right. my team is very aware that I do need those little moments sometimes, or else you know, it can get a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely have those, those me time moments, whether it's not on the road or at home, if we're out on the bus, I go in the back lounge or go in a spot that's just for me and just to recharge, regroup, whether that's like five minutes to yeah. however long, but. Are you a meditator? Is that how you regroup or would you just like sit there and have a moment? I wish I meditated. I it's hard to get into. So with people that meditate, I'm props to you. It's not not easy to get into, but um I would love to one day. But it's yeah, it's just me by myself, no music, no nothing going on, just silence and just have a breather. I try and meditate as well, but I'm always like, how do people stop their brain? Like how do you how do you do that? I guess it's just practice, right? I have not figured that out. <laughs> I need all the help I can get to just stop whatever's going on in here. So so I was mentioning a lot of the people that you've toured with there. And I mentioned Thomas Rhett, who every time we have him on the show, he always says, call me TR. I'm always like, can I call him TR? Like, are you on TR basis with Thomas Rhett? Yeah, I have definitely caught on to the TR nickname because everybody around here calls him TR and it's his thing. So it, it's weird. I mean, sometimes when I call him by his name, it's the full name, like Thomas yeah, Shred. Yeah. yeah, because he's one of those, like, I would never say Thomas. 
I would always no. say Thomas Rhett because he's got one of those names that you have to say the first and the last name or it doesn't sound right. Yes, exactly. So it's it's either or, but I have definitely caught on to the the whole TR thing. <laughs> have you ever had any nicknames? Oh man, it's funny because growing up, I never really had nicknames. I had Danny, um, right, which sure. is dad's name. But the more that I got into the industry and being around people and they have made nicknames for me. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's like, go. I what never, are they? <laughs> I, well, I never, um, you know, said like, like TR, like, Hey, call me TR. I never had yeah. a me this, but I mean, it's just developed over time. People call me DB. Sure. People call me Danny B. Oh, um, Danny B. I like, yeah. Those two are the main ones or D just plain D that's the most common names I get around like, Hey D or Hey DB or just like stuff like that. Okay. We're going to workshop <laughs> some of them throughout this interview. I'll see, I'll see how it feels <laughs> DB. Um, hey, I was seeing that Blake Shelton said that your season was his favorite season ever. I mean, that saying. have you heard this? I did. I, I saw that interview actually in which is crazy. I'm like, I, I still can't believe that. Um, it was such a fun season. And obviously being his, you know, on his team and everything, it's, it was just so surreal. And that I will never get over that whole experience. Um, you were quite young when you were doing that, right? Were you like 16, 17, something like that? I had just turned 16, like right. the day I went to LA. <laughs> and then suddenly you're in like everybody's living room. Did you feel the impact of that? Or were you like kind of, I suppose when you're filming the show, are you in a bit of a bubble and you don't realize that until you go outside of it? Or were you kind of feeling it as you went along? Yeah, I definitely was in a bubble in the beginning. When I um, filmed the first part and everything, I had I'd gotten to come home. When I filmed the blind audition, I came home and we did the whole watch party and everything. A bunch of people from my high school and just school, hometown, we were all packed in the house. And the news was there. The cameras was there. I mean, the whole thing. I remember my phone being on the kitchen counter. And at the time, I didn't have my Instagram notifications turned off. Right. I didn't have anything. It was just regular Old Danielle, just with her phone. Her old Danny B with her phone. Danny B with my old iPhone. And as soon as my audition aired, I've never seen anything like it. My phone was glitching. Really? How many followers I was getting on Instagram? That was a real, like that was a culture shock for me. And sure. my friends, we were all surrounded around my phone, just watching this whole thing just blow up. And were and you excited or were you a little bit freaked out? It was kind of freaking me out. Yeah, I'm like, I can imagine. I, in school, I was, I knew everybody. I was nice to everybody, but I definitely wasn't your like popular gal. So it right. was, it, so it went from zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah, I bet it did. And, but you adjusted or did you just need a moment to like go, okay, so it was, I mean, zero to a hundred real quick. I mean, not even just that it was going to LA, yeah. doing all the rest of the show, doing the live shows and winning and going to New York. And I mean, it was, I mean, go, 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 go. And my mom was with me the whole time. Thankfully. Oh my gosh. I don't know what I would have done without her. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine being such a young girl, but it was go, go, go. And then I moved to Nashville 
put my first record out, did the whole touring thing. And then it was right before my last record, I don't believe we've met, that I took a super long break. Mm. It was at the time I was like, what's what's going on? Like, why, why am I not releasing music right now? It was just this silence after being so go, go, go. And I was like, what is this? But now that I look back, I'm like, that was way more much needed than I I think I ever realized. If I would have kept going, that might have not been great for me as such a young kid in the industry, you know? Yeah. It was definitely a, a stop that was that was much needed. And that time I think was when I'm like, okay, let me settle in to being Danielle Bradbury in this world that I now live in. This is my life now. So it was it was a whirlwind. <laughs> You know, it's good that that sort of thing has actually become, that the taking a break bit, I mean, has actually become kind of normalized now, thankfully, because we see loads of artists, whether they're established or whether they kind of like you went from zero to 60 in no time flat, just suddenly going, do you know what? guys, I'm not going to finish this tour or I'm going to take a little break here and just have some time for myself. Because certainly there was a time in the industry where that would have been so frowned upon because you just had to keep capitalizing on every single moment. So it's a good thing, I think, that artists feel empowered or, or confident enough within themselves to be able to go, no, hold on a minute. Let's just stop and let me have a little bit of a life for a moment and figure out what I want to do next. So it's a good thing that that happened to you. For sure. And I feel like just for anybody, I don't care who you are. I mean, that mental health too, in order to just kind of stay sane, that's much needed. And I feel like anybody, I don't care what industry you are in. I I mean, speak up to where you say like, hey, I just need a minute for mm. myself. I'm going to put myself first for a minute. And that's, that's okay. I feel like we all should. So after you kind of get out of that bubble and you're off to Nashville and then you're, you're doing these tours that we talked about earlier with some of the biggest names in country. You must have had loads of pinch me moments during that where you were like, is this really my life? Is this happening? Do you remember any of those big moments where you were like, what is going on here? Oh, gosh, I have had a lot of those. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you have. I gosh, it's from events. I mean, from running into people, walking past people even. And also probably people that you love knowing who you are as well. You know, at first, that must be a big thing, too. That's been crazy. And, and I've definitely ran into those moments, you know, just being at an award show around all of them at once or sitting next to them or doing an interview. And I look over and Keith Urban or Carrie Underwood and all these massive names are just standing there doing an interview, just like what I'm doing. I'm, yeah. I'm at their level at that moment. And I'm like, what is life right now? <laughs> um, when I met Garth Brooks, he took his hat off and introduced himself to me as if I didn't know who he was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And, As if he could be anybody other than Garth Brooks. Right. And and introduced himself to me and knew who I was. And that was one of those moments where I'm like, no way. <laughs> this is crazy. All right. So there we go. That's the past. Now let's catch up to where you are at the moment. You've got a brand new single, A Special Place. We've been loving it on Absolute Radio Country. Uh, breakup song with a little bit of attitude. Quite fun as well. Um, is this one of those where you dug deep with personal experience or were you like um, putting yourself in somebody else's shoes? So A Special Place is one of those 
real feisty songs. I've never had a song like that um, when I first heard it and just going into this new era of Danielle. And that's what we've been calling it lately. And just right before the new year, it's like, okay, this is going to be a little new era of things that people may have not seen before. And in a side that they haven't seen before, because they've seen the 16 year old Danielle and the maturing Danielle. And I feel like now I'm 26 and I'm evolving all the time. So when I got a special place, it was really fun to just tap into that feistiness for the first time and just show people like, Hey, I have this side of me too. (laughs) And (laughs) uh, yeah, it was really fun. And you know, there's people who don't really want to wish them well, and that's okay. And so, yeah, it's been so fun and I'm working on all the new music and getting to record everything. And I just announced my first uh, headline tour. I'm doing a tour with Jordan Davis and we have a song out together called Midnight Crisis. And there's been so many announcements and things I'm working on behind the scenes from the first of the new year. We've just been planning rehearsals, going, going, going. And so it's just we're taking a special place and then we're, that's the name of my uh, tour is a special place tour. And it's just all falling into place and it's so fun. And I'm so excited for this year. We are excited as well. And just before I let you go, uh, so you were over in the UK, you played C2C, you played the Long Road Festival. I think maybe that was the last time we saw each other. We had to eat like a bunch of corn dogs and hot dogs and stuff um, for something at the Long Road Festival to test out the festival food. any chance of getting you back over here anytime soon? Because obviously, you know, there was the two years where nobody was over here, but you've got an established fan base over here. I know you love to come over. What's what's the skinny on that? My UK team actually was just in town right before the new year, and we were just geeking out about getting back, and, and they're ready to have me back. And so that is for sure on the business scale getting worked on. So I okay. I want to come back so bad. <laughs> Well, we can't wait either. When you come back, you'll have to come in and see us. But in the meantime, we've got this new music, which we're loving. And we can't wait to see what else 2023 brings. Um, And, you know, we'll catch up again before your 20th anniversary in the business, shall we? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we will. All right. Great to see you, Danielle. Uh, Danny B, DB. D. Hey, all the names. Danny Brads. (laughs) We'll (laughs) We'll see you real soon. Okay, thank you. The Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music. Always a joy to catch up with Danielle Bradbury. Now, if you love country music, and you must because here you are, uh, you never have to miss the latest from the biggest stars. Just hit subscribe and you will get every single episode of the Country Music Talk podcast when it comes out. And of course, you can always join me on Absolute Radio Country. You can join us for free on the Absolute Radio app or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. I'll catch you on the next episode. And in the meantime, keep it country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters. And we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK. Or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 